Your 
Now, as we turn our attention to the reading of the New Testament, our narrative today comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 2, verse 13. We'll read through chapter 3, verse 6. This was the second dream or vision that Joseph received from God. Joseph's first dream revealed that Mary's child would be the Messiah. His second dream told him how to protect the child's life. Although Joseph was not Jesus' natural father, he was Jesus' legal father and was responsible for his safety and well-being. Divine guidance comes only to prepared hearts. Joseph remained receptive to God's guidance. It's a good lesson for you and me there, to always remain open and receptive to what God tells us to do even when we don't understand it. Now, going to Egypt was not unusual because there were colonies of Jews in several major Egyptian cities. These colonies had developed during the time of the Great Captivity. Now, there's an interesting parallel between this flight to Egypt and Israel's history. As an infant nation, Israel went to Egypt, just as Jesus did as a child. God led Israel out, and God brought Jesus back. Both events show God working to save His people. Herod, the king of the Jews, killed all the boys under two years of age in an obsessive attempt to kill Jesus, the newborn king. He stained his hands with blood, but he did not harm Jesus. Herod was king by a human appointment. Jesus was king by a divine appointment. No one can thwart God's plans. And now let's begin our reading today, here in the New Testament. The New Testament, Matthew chapter 2, verse 13, through chapter 3, verse 6. After the wise men were gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, flee to Egypt with the child and his mother, the angel said. Stay there until I tell you to return because Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. That night, Joseph left for Egypt with the child and Mary, his mother, and they stayed there until Herod's death. This fulfilled what the Lord had spoken through the prophet. I called my son out of Egypt. Herod was furious when he realized that the wise men had outwitted him. He sent soldiers to kill all the boys in and around Bethlehem who were two years old and under, based on the wise men's report of the star's first appearance. Herod's brutal action fulfilled what God had spoken through the prophet Jeremiah. A cry was heard in Ramah, weeping in great mourning. Rachel weeps for her children, refusing to be comforted, for they are dead. When Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt. Get up, the angel said. 
Take the child and his mother back to the land of Israel, because those who were trying to kill the child are dead. So Joseph got up and returned to the land of Israel with Jesus and his mother. But when he learned that the new ruler of Judea was Herod's son, Archelaus, he was afraid to go there. Then, after being warned in a dream, he left for the region of Galilee. So the family went and lived in a town called Nazareth. This fulfilled what the prophets had said. He will be called a Nazarene. In those days, John the Baptist came to the Judean wilderness and began preaching. His message was, Repent of your sins and turn to God, for the kingdom of heaven is near. The prophet Isaiah was speaking about John when he said, He is a voice shouting in the wilderness, Prepare the way for the Lord's coming, clear the road for him. John's clothes were woven from coarse camel hair, and he wore a leather belt around his waist. For food, he ate locusts and wild honey. People from Jerusalem and from all of Judea and all over the Jordan Valley went out to see and hear John. And when they confessed their sins, he baptized them in the Jordan River. Psalm 2, verses 1 through 12. Several psalms are called messianic because of their prophetic descriptions of Jesus the Messiah, Christ, uh, his life, death, resurrection, and future reign. David, who may have written this psalm, was a shepherd, soldier, and king. Clearly he was also a prophet, because this psalm describes the rebellion of the nations and the coming of Christ to establish his eternal reign. This psalm is often mentioned in the New Testament. David may have written these words during a conspiracy against Israel by some of these surrounding pagan nations. Chosen and anointed by God, David knew that God would fulfill his promises to bring the Messiah into the world through his bloodline. People often think they'll be free if they can just get away from God. Yet inevitably, everyone serves somebody or something, whether a human king, an organization, or even one's own selfish desires. Just as a fish is not free when it leaves the water, and a tree is not free when it leaves the soil, we are not free when we leave the Lord. He is the uh, source and sustainer of our very lives. See, we can find the one sure route to freedom by wholeheartedly serving God, the Creator. God can set you free to be the person that He has created you to be. Psalm chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. Why are the nations so angry? Why do they waste their time with futile plans? The kings of the earth prepare for battle. The rulers plot together against the Lord and against His anointed one. Let us break their chains, they cry, and free ourselves from slavery to God. But the one who rules in heaven laughs. The Lord scoffs at them. Then in anger he rebukes them, terrifying them with his fierce fury. For the Lord declares, I have placed my chosen king on the throne in Jerusalem, on my holy mountain. For the Lord declares, I have placed my chosen king on the throne in Jerusalem. On my holy mountain, the king proclaims the Lord's decree. The Lord said to me, You are my son. Today I have become your father. Only ask, and I will give you the nations as your inheritance, the whole earth as your possession. You will break them with an iron rod and smash them like clay pots. Now then, you kings, act wisely. Be warned, you rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with reverent fear, 
and rejoice with trembling. Submit to God's royal Son, or He will become angry, and you will be destroyed in the midst of all your activities. For His anger flares up in an instant. But what joy for all who take refuge in Him! Proverbs chapter 1, verses 7-9 through 9. Fear of the Lord is the foundation of true knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and discipline. My child, listen when your father corrects you. Don't neglect your mother's instruction. What you learn from them will crown you with grace and be a chain of honor around your neck. I need 